0: another episode of the Chatty Edit. You're joined with me, Louise, and me, Sophia,
1: and me, Luke.
0: And today, we're going to be talking to Luke about being confident with your creativity, which is very exciting
1: super excited
2: me and louise both are so literally so excited to have you on we have wanted you on the podcast for the longest time ever
1: oh guys (laughs) like
0: honestly we're not just saying that because you're here we're like (laughs) butter him up yeah (laughs) like we've we've always said like and i mean we said this the, the other day as well your creativity is just it it stands out and it's just going to be so interesting to explore that with you and just talk a bit about it yeah
2: when me louise first spoke about having a guest on you literally came to mind straight away and like louise said it's going to be so interesting to discuss your creativity because you as a content creator your content is so different from the normal like fashion blogger like male fashion blogger or male beauty
0: blogger you know Yeah.
1: yeah definitely
0: um and i think as well like you we've seen on your stories because you've done a lot of like behind the scenes stuff you do spend a lot of time creating your content it's not just a you know quick point and shoot no
1: yeah exactly (laughs) no
0: just oh that'll do shove that on the ground there is a lot that goes behind it
1: like some shoots can take up to a whole day to try and plan out and put up and like the whole backdrops and things it depends on what kind of shoot that I'm doing so yeah some some are like all day shoots
0: insane it's honestly insane so <laughs> with saying that we obviously want to delve a little bit so yes. i mean why don't you start like introducing yourself when did you start blogging um you know just a little bit so Whoever's listening, if anyone's listening, which hopefully they are. I hope so. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> good start. Yeah. Um, you know, just yet to know you if they don't already know you.
1: Um, so I'm Luke. I'm a big lover of fashion and photography. I started blogging in 2014, which seems like such a long time ago now. Um, I started with like a proper blog, which is um, Luke Haywood's style. Back then, I was called Quirky Curls Fashion.
2: Oh my God, that's,
1: I absolutely <laughs> love that. <laughs> so cringe now, I think back to that. Um, so I I always thought that my fashion was a little bit quirky and a little bit different. Um, so hence the name Quirky Kills Fashion. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and it all started really from a breakup um, that I had with one of my exes. Um, so he really didn't like the way that I dressed. He lived in London, so me going to London I thought oh I could be myself I can dress how I want Um, and he hated me dressing the way that I liked so after the breakup I was like right this is my time now to really go forward I, I was on have you ever heard of Lookbook the website
0: yes yeah
1: so I started on there and then people were telling me that they really loved my fashion and that they really wanted to see more so I started like a free blog like one of the easy easy ones that you can just literally post anything um, and then it's just stemmed from there really and then I and then I delved into Instagram and um, I started Instagram properly in like 2016 2017 maybe and it's gone from there really.
0: That's insane like it's it's crazy to think like from such a bad thing you can accomplish such a great thing.
1: Yeah, and that's where like all of my inspiration and emotions go to now. So if ever I have like a really bad day or I'm just feeling really down, I try and channel it into being creative because then I, it's not just a photo to me then. It's like an emotional kind of connection to what I'm trying to, what message I'm trying to convey.
2: That's something that I can definitely relate to quite a lot. Yeah, definitely. Especially with some of my makeup looks, most of them are very based on how I feel.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
2: <laughs> <Thanks>. um, <laughs> and it definitely is more meaningful do you know what i yeah. mean like it's not just a photo it's oh at this certain time in my life i was feeling this way yeah. and it, it all comes out in the photo you know
1: yeah definitely and i think with instagram i think that's like the perfect way to showcase the people that you're not just this perfect like Instagram model that takes photos all the time. Like you actually have feelings and emotions, and sometimes it's okay to not feel okay. And you can convey that into a picture, which is something that I really enjoy doing as well.
0: Definitely, and I think that's it's so relatable as well. If if it's not just a photo, like it's got a meaning behind it, even if you haven't been through a breakup or something emotional in that sense, you can still relate to it. Definitely. So, Luke, how would you describe your niche?
1: This has been the question that I've been dreading. (laughs) (laughs) I've literally, I was literally like talking to my boyfriend yesterday. I was like, well, what is my niche? Like, what am I? Like, I would probably say I'm a bit of everything. Um, I'd say I'm, I'm probably sway more towards fashion, but I also have like creative photography. I touch on mental health. I touch on the LGBT community. So I feel like I'm a, a bit of everything.
0: I like that though. I think it's it's good to cover like
1: all, all bases. Towns. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. But without being too like erratic.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> one day
0: I'm doing food. The next I'm doing travel. <laughs> yeah, <fashion>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the
0: world's your oyster. It is. <laughs> I do think you do such a good
2: job of tying them all into one. So even if you was to post something that was more so, for example, like LGBTQ. Yeah. Um related yeah. it's not really like out of character no. do you know what I mean like everything ties in really well
1: and that's that's like the main goal for me to try and keep all of those kind of things under the the same umbrella which is yeah. that's good yeah
0: you can see that as well like even with your Halloween and um, stuff that you're now incorporating into your Instagram post yeah it's not totally out there like Sophia just said it's not like oh god okay he's doing Halloween yeah it's like you're doing it with like your style is still there and I like that I think it's nice to have it entwined
1: and it's it's good that people can see that I have that style which is which is really nice because when I look at my feed I don't I don't see a style like I just think oh I just post these pictures but if it's coming across that I have a style and, and a format then that's like really good and I really enjoy that
0: yeah it's it's working honey don't worry
1: (laughs) okay (laughs) thank
0: you
2: just out of curiosity because I'm really nosy what content do you like to create the most do you prefer your more like storytelling like editorial shots or do you prefer like the fashion shots
1: I really enjoy doing editorial like conceptual creative those are my favorites to do
0: I think you can kind of see that because you do put so much effort. I remember um, specifically the one where you did the butterflies.
1: Oh, my God, that was a nightmare shoot, that was.
0: (laughs) But you did it. Like, me, I have no patience. So, like, the fact that you did that just for an Instagram photo shows that, like, you must enjoy doing editorial, otherwise you wouldn't have even bothered with any butterflies.
1: It's such a hard photo shoot to do, especially when I do it all on my own as well. It's just, I just enjoy creating an image and having somebody look at it and it telling a story that's like the main reason why I do it.
0: Do you think it's um obviously when you're doing your editorial ones, do you yeah. think it's quite a big important step to do the behind the scenes as well? Because I've noticed like recently you've been doing that a lot more and I think for, as a viewer it's actually really nice to see how much effort goes behind your photos because we you don't see that otherwise.
1: Quite a lot of people have said that they've said that they've they really like to see the behind the scenes so I try and incorporate it as much as I can because now I do a lot of shooting with my phone because I broke my camera which I'm oh so annoyed at yeah I am um, I've got a self clicker and it was like in the camera and the camera and the tripod fell over onto <laughs> this self clicker thing and it pushed the the self clicker like Wire right into the camera, so now I can't use it. Oh my, my camera's God. not insured, which is so annoying. Stupid oh, no. of me! Because I can't use it so much, no, so I have to use so everything good. on my phone now. I try and do as much as I can with behind the scenes as well. Now,
2: <laughs> me and Louise only discovered this self-clicker thing recently, and
1: oh, oh no, really, it's <laughs> it is life changing. So
0: do you know what though? I do still do my self-timer run, run and shoot. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> honestly it's, it's and then you like sort of walk back to see what what you've done and you're like yeah. oh my god <laughs> it really
1: made me laugh at a lady at work because i when i had my lead self clicker she was like you really made me laugh she's like you took a picture and then you just threw this like lead away from the camera and i was like yeah because it needs to get out of like, shock i've got like 10 <laughs> seconds to stand there and pose <laughs>
0: Do you ever struggle? You're like, what do I do with my hands? Yeah, i literally (laughs) like,
1: okay, now now what do I do? Like, what pose am I doing? I like go into like a blank space or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So how do your friends and family react to your bold content?
1: I think people have got used to it now. Like it's not much of a shock when something really bold comes on instagram or like i'm still living at home at the moment trying to save to move out um so my parents are pretty much used to me turning my bedroom into a studio turning the dining room into a studio and or i come out of my bedroom with like face paint all over my face or something like that
2: um
1: and my neighbors have got used to it as well because they're so used to me going outside and taking a photo on the street in, in an outfit or me being dressed up as a werewolf last year they saw me walking down the street dressed as I to take that. pictures so people are, are just used to it now and my friends encourage it so it, it is nice that people are like get excited and to see what I'm going to be doing next
0: and of course you had your siblings actually shoot with you recently yes didn't you? I
1: did that was a nightmare
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're just uncontrollable they're
1: just they're just so they just don't get it like I have a visual thing that I, I wanted to do um for this photo and they were just like well can't we do this can't we wear this and I'm like no you need to you need to do as I say please did you
2: have did you have to like position them like you stay here you yeah stay literally here, I literally listen. have to
1: like move their shoulders move their face oh, and really? I'm like literally just stay there let me take the photo <laughs> <laughs> and
0: also like I love the fact that you've got them involved because again like maybe I'm just really nosy but I love seeing people's like siblings and stuff yeah and i just find it really interesting and especially like because it's not like a private account where you might be like oh you know my brother's birthday or whatever it's like you know a public account yeah. you're pushing as a blogger so it's it's you know getting that content out there and you're like do you guys want to come in let's do this together <laughs> and I, I love that
1: yeah before um i started doing like halloween photo shoots and things as myself my siblings used to do them with me so I used to, t- like, dress them up and we'd go out on location and do photo shoots. And I used to do all their, like, Facebook profile photos as well. So whenever I had a photo, they would have the same one as well.
0: This might be a bit of spoiler, but you don't you don't have to answer. But are your siblings going to make a little cameo in your Halloween posts?
1: Um, I've not thought about it. I mean, my sister lives <laughs> away, so I don't think we will see her. But my brother might. Might have to have a think now. <laughs> This time of year, I live for, because I can just be as creative as I, I want to be.
2: Yes, this is, like, my favorite <laughs> time of year. Because it's, like, you can literally change into another character.
1: Literally, and that's and, what I love.
2: Yeah. And it's
0: not frowned upon. It's not, like, what are they okay? It's yeah, like, like, if I, like, if I, if I did, Friday,
1: <laughs> literally, if I did, like, a look like that in the middle of the, like, June, say, or, like, April, they would be, like, well, w- what's this content for? But <laughs> in, in October, it's okay, because it's spooky season. <laughs>
2: Do you remember a specific time when you felt confident enough to start expressing... Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) It's just that word. Right, Luke, do you remember a specific time when you felt really confident to start expressing your support for the LGBT community?
1: I think I've subtly done it all the way since I started blogging because I was so oppressed with the way that I wanted to be and the way I wanted to Dress, I think subtly I've always done it, but now that I'm more comfortable within myself for being gay and being able to be who I want to be, it just comes more apparent now.
2: Uh, Obviously I don't know, but I can imagine it's so like a difficult time.
1: It's terrifying. Like you want to be somebody, but you can't because you're so worried about what people think, what people will do. Um, I mean, I live in the countryside, so I live in a very rural place, which there's quite a lot of small-minded, narrow-minded kind of people. Um, and it's it's hard to, to try and be somebody that you want to be when these people are, uh, like, kind of stopping you from being that person. Yeah, but now, now I don't care. I literally walk down the street in a frilly shirt. I don't care. It's who I want to be.
0: I think that's just so important, though, like... How can you kind of hide away from someone you want to be and who you are? Yeah. And I I guess it's just so, it's relief when you're like, do you know what, like, screw this. I'm going to be exactly who I want to be. And that's just such, like, an achievement, like, you know, that you hit that moment and you're like, do you know what, yeah, screw it. This is, you know, life's too short.
1: Yeah, like, all the way through that relationship, like, I was just, I just wasn't happy because I wasn't allowed to be who I wanted to be. And then after that, it was just literally just skyrocketed. I wanted, I, I could do do anything that I wanted, be who I wanted and showcase it to the world.
2: So you said you started blogging like six years ago. Yeah. So times have obviously changed since six years ago. So yes. do you think it would be easier for someone to come online and be a bit more open about their sexuality than it was back then?
1: Um. Yes, I think so. I think the times have changed so much now and more people have, have come to realise that it's not a, a weird thing or it's not people can showcase themselves a little bit more, like people showcasing who they want to be. They they can now. It's not like frowned upon as much. I mean, I know what I'm saying like six years as if it's like a lifetime. Like you've got shows like Drag Race, which are just kind of out there in the media now. So it's kind of like showcasing to the world that actually this is okay.
0: And I think as well, like because it's it's so common, like, you know, like you said on um through the media it's so commonly shown. Yeah. It's it's just dare I say like normalizing it now and I think this is the problem it's the same with so many um issues we have today where it's everything's sort of like a taboo subject but actually if you normalize it then it it isn't such a big deal and I think that's the most like important thing so um did you have any struggles when creating like this style of content was there anything like you kind of held back a bit on or did you kind of just go full out and you're like nope this is me this is what I'm going to do
1: I think at first i was a little bit like oh god i don't know how to portray like take my gay pride photo shoot for instance the first one that i did like last year um it was all rainbow themed um i was a bit worried like i don't know it was just i didn't want to offend anybody because obviously the flag is such a diverse thing now and it's got so many different umbrellas of people under that gay flag i was just worried that I would offend somebody, but I did it anyway. And I thought, no, I'm gonna push myself to do it. So it stemmed from that, really. And I I just think now, like, this is what people just expect now. Mm.
0: I just also wanna say on that as well, like um, obviously you did the flag again this year. Yes. I love the fact that you actually like in the caption explained each color, because for me, and maybe that's like my ignorance of not researching it. I never knew the colors stood for individual things. Different things,
1: yeah. So that was one of my main goals doing this year's photo shoot. Like I wanted to make sure that people understood each colour and what it represented.
0: And that's like the the beauty of social media as well is that you can do that. That's your version of portraying it. Your way of um, educating your followers is, you know, if they don't know, for example, Sophia and I didn't know, but actually you just put, you know, even a small little spiel in your caption. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that stood for that.
1: And that's what I love doing. I love educating as well as showcasing a story.
0: Didn't you also? I could be
2: wrong with this, but I feel like I'm not. Did you raise money for charity?
1: (laughs) I did. Yes, I raised for this year's photo shoot. I did raise money for charity.
2: That's incredible.
1: It was so nice to like actually have like a photo shoot that was doing something as well. So it was like raising money. So I felt like so good. I felt like more empowered to do it.
2: Yeah, for sure. Just out of curiosity, did you get any backlash from doing
1: it at the time of the gay pride photo? photo shoot I was doing um, a lot was going around with the Black Lives Matter so it was everyone was asking me whether I was going to incorporate like the other side of the flag with like the trans and the, the black pride as well I was planning to do it all anyway because obviously I wanted to go big with this photo shoot but I did get quite a few messages asking whether I was going to incorporate that into my photo shoot which I did anyway.
2: Like you said earlier you can never be too sure, you never know sometimes you're going to put something out and you could get a little bit of criticism for it or it could go the other way and it could be absolutely loved.
1: Posted looks before like I did a femme look like not so long ago um, and I got a little bit of backlash for that because i wasn't being my authentic true self whereas i was trying to take off somebody else's authentic self at the end of the day i was just trying to portray an image and showcase that i can have this different side to me if i wanted
0: i think the thing is it's very social media especially instagram is like a a creative platform is you know with any kind of art it is sometimes going to be overlooked and it's not going to be understood and yeah. that's okay but it's then how someone would like proceed I guess yeah. to comment and then put their opinion across and it's there's a way to do that and I think that's okay if you don't quite understand it it's okay to approach the the artist or the creator and just say look I don't quite understand it can you explain because yes, it's definitely. just an image.
1: yeah
0: and you know there's only so much spiel you can put in your caption and I think that's the beauty of art though is it's incorporated in so many different ways but if you don't understand it it's okay to ask questions and it's okay to ask for further explanation but there's a limit to you know how you go about doing that it's it's definitely
2: interesting but I suppose that's the way of the world on social media isn't everyone hides behind their keyboard yeah
1: definitely keyboard warriors yeah
0: (laughs) back to those MSN days eh? oh god (laughs) (laughs) have you ever wanted to create something but not quite sure how to portray it in the way you want and if so like did you overcome it did you go for a different route like how did you basically go about it
1: um is this on any content or is this just lgbtq related
0: uh any content really yeah
1: it's gonna sound really big-headed now but whenever i have like an image or a message in my head i always convey that image or message like
2: yes <laughs>
0: <has>
1: <laughs> so it sounds really weird but i dream about my content it sounds so weird so i get an image in my head of like how i want it to look and how i want it to be and i will push and push until i get that image
2: oh my good lord what the hell are we what who are we talking to louise <laughs> oh, no. oh my god i love this keep going yes.
1: so like a couple of weeks ago i did that clown look so it was based on one lyric from a song that I heard. It was on TikTok and it just sparked something in me that and at that time I felt like I was being taken for a clown with one of my friends. So I just thought, you know what? I'm gonna make a whole look about this because this is how I feel. And it was just from that one lyric of that song that created that look.
0: I've got to love that. I absolutely love that. And it shows like without sounding corny, like you're doing the right content for you then. Yeah. It's not like, you know, oh, it's like plucking feathers and having to do this. It's like, it's coming to you in your dreams for crying yeah. out loud. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Has there ever been like a photo shoot that
2: you've done and you've done it and you've hated it so you've had to redo it?
1: My whole Gay Pride shoot last year.
2: <gasps> no. Yeah.
1: Really? I had so many things go wrong with it last year as well. So oh, wow. first of all, I broke my camera, which is a running theme <laughs> with me. <laughs> um then get I, some
0: insurance literally loop, I think please. I need to
1: then I got in Pitaigo, so I couldn't shoot for like two weeks
0: mm. so my
1: whole face literally was just swollen and it was just awful and then I, I did the shoot but the, the the just the whole aesthetic was wrong and I hated it so I was like do you know what I'm gonna do it all again so I did it all again Gosh,
0: oh my God! god I guess because it meant so much like the delivering had to be spot on for you Cool. Nice. That was a bit
2: meaty. It was.
0: Was
2: (laughs) I'm just on your Instagram now. Oh, are you? Yeah, just in in case I want to be like, oh no, tell us about this. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna hit 10k soon. I
1: know. I, I hope I do before like the end of Halloween. That's like my goal.
2: Louise just hit 5k. k oh, know, milestones. I was, was going to
1: say. Yay! Well oh. done.
2: Luke, yeah. Luke, 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 I'm excited yes. about this question, actually. I've got a cheeky little cue for you.
1: Go for dun, it. Dun,
2: dun, dun. How has your content evolved?
1: So, my content has evolved from being just static fashion. Like, it was so, I'm going to say boring. Back when I first started Instagram, it was like, you know, the random selfies and like not even good selfies like they were they were really bad I thought it was like a proper photographer back then (laughs) um and it was just if you if you went scrolled all the way down to the bottom of my Instagram you'd see what I mean like I used to work in a cupcake shop so I used to pose on like the counter and stuff with like the (laughs) cupcakes and stuff Luke I'm on your
2: profile and your girl is scrolling oh no get to the cupcakes
0: (laughs) babe I've got to see
1: but my fashion sense was a little bit out there then. So this was like probably after my breakup. Um, so my fashion sense was a little bit, it was experimental and things. So I, w- I was very vintage fashion as well. Nice. So I'd, I'd hit charity shops all the time and I would just like get shirts from Topman and then reinvent them. For now, my content has probably evolved because I I like who I am. I'm comfortable talking about mental health. I'm talking Aww. talk about being gay, I'm, I'm comfortable in who I am and what I wear. So, yeah, I think that's how it's evolved.
0: I think that's oh, so really like refreshing that. as well because a lot of people can't say that. And I just think that's so actually refreshing to hear. It's so, um I
2: love that you can say that like you like who you are. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of us have, obviously, we all have our own issues and stuff like that. But it's of course. so nice that you're like just happy being you, which is just the nicest thing.
1: Yeah. As much as like, I have bad days and things i've I struggle with my mental health, but at the end of the day you you're you just be you everybody will fall in love with you if you if you just be you
0: I think as well like it it kind of shows that there is a place where you can be happy, yeah, and you know we're all working towards it, and it's nice to have someone who you know is pretty much there and it just shows that it it can happen it can you know you can get to that place,
1: yeah definitely.
0: What would you say like inspired you to do editorial, like to get onto that niche?
1: I think it was watching a lot of America's Next Top Model
0: nice <laughs> here we go <laughs> so don't get me started so i
1: get a lot of my tips and things on how to pose and how to take photos from that i've all i've like whenever i used to watch it i used to take notes and then like incorporate it into my photos the the one that sticks with my with my mind is like look for your light always make sure that your chin is above your shoulders and Ooh. just and things and strong jaw lines and that kind of stuff that's always resonated with me
0: I like that. Mm. I think as well, like, being a bit daring with your poses is definitely... It definitely pays off. Like, recently, I've started getting a bit more, like... I'm going to... Just... Yes, Louise. Yes, you, you, yeah, have. you have. Yeah, and I feel like it's actually, like, not to switch it about me. But... <laughs> me.
1: The thing is, though, with, with posing, you can't go wrong with it, really. No. You can just try something different, and if you don't like it, delete it. But at least you've tried it. The amount of times that my boyfriend is... We've walked around Manchester, and I'm literally, like, doing... T- Different things, I'm climbing on railings, and he's just like, Can you stop? I'm like, But I'm just test- testing things out. Or, like, I stand yeah. on my tip, like, my signature look is standing on my tippy toes. Like, that is my favorite thing to do. <laughs> I
0: oh my God, I love that. And when you do the sort of like, yeah, the Michael Jackson thing, you know, yeah. like, you lean back, I love that.
1: Or the kicky leg. How do you do that? It's just, it's just, because I wear a lot of chunky trainers or a chunky boots, so it's easier to like go onto like, the front of the the shoe. And then you just bend back as when you do that pose.
0: I love it. If you are struggling in terms of like, um, I don't know you're creating a lot of content indoors, you can't really get out or whatever, yeah. you haven't got anyone to shoot with, so you rely on like indoor content with timers, actually like finding weird and wonderful poses really benefits because you could have the same background, yet if you're, you know, twisting your body and contorting yourself in different ways, your feed's completely different. Yeah,
1: definitely. Blog, and a lot of Instagrammers do that which i really really enjoy like i love people when like you louise like you you change your pose and it's just like yes like finally somebody's oh. doing something different like it's, it's i love it
2: i always do the same poses because i'm like what do i do <laughs> <laughs> i just don't know like i'm so with poses i'm just like but what do i do literally I, just just know... watch
1: a, a couple of episodes of america's next top model and you'll be well away
0: <laughs> get your notebook literally out. you'll be fine but do your stretches first, Sophia. that's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so would
2: you say that your content has grown with your confidence? People,
1: when they look at my Instagram, they think I'm this really confident, kind of out there person. When in reality, I'm really like timid and shy. So I remember when I went to, um, like I moved stores like, like last year to a different store within M&S and my VM manager, she was like, oh yeah, you've got Luke, he's so cool and showed them my Instagram. And they were like, oh my God, he's amazing. Like, look at this, he looks really confident, showed them like some of my videos I've done on YouTube in the past and they're like, yeah, he's really, really confident. And then like, when I turned up, I was like this really shy person that literally wouldn't come out of the VM room, like all day, I was really, really shy. And they were just like, this isn't the same person. So I think, my confidence has grown as a person like something like this I would not have done um say probably about three or four years ago with my content and my confidence it has gone hand in hand so with my creative content I just feel like do you know what I'm just going to go for it I don't even care anymore
0: Uh, so such Hmm. a like again such a good thing to have though because I feel like you know the world is your oyster then you know you can do anything yeah just have that I'm, I'm gonna do exactly what i want that's such a good like mentality just going back real quick but like you're in ms yes. you
2: painted a picture do you think it's crazy how you never really know someone online unless you obviously meet them but like you said you come you can come across quite confident and then like you said you're quite shy and yeah. timid
1: that's why i try and post as many stories of me talking and things because when i talk on instagram you can tell that i'm really timid and like quite Shy to talk to, and so having that kind of like perfect Instagram feed, um, air quotes there, like, and then having me talk on Instagram, it's such a juxtaposition. So, I, I try and keep keep it real like that as much as I can, so people can see that I'm not just this person that takes these pictures.
0: Yeah, I was gonna ask, like, you just mentioned it there on talking on Instagram stories. We asked Katie this when we had her on, yeah. But- I think um, Sophia and I do rely a lot on the fact that we've both got performing arts backgrounds and yeah. we sort of it comes naturally to us watching ourselves like talk yeah. without sounding weird. Like, how did you like, how did you overcome that? Because I think I can imagine confidence wise, it is such a big thing to basically talk to yourself in a camera and then put it live. And also, I feel like there's such a
2: pressure now to be talking on Instagram stories. Yeah,
1: definitely. Like, so many people are doing it now, and like, it's just like the thing to do. And it's, I, I think I overcame it when I, when I first did my YouTube, um, back in twenty fifteen, sixteen, um, and I sat down to try and do my for it. And at the time, I was on my, I was on anxiety medication, so. I was all over the place anyway and it took me 25 times to try and like memorize the script and try and like get this perfect shot um but after that it kind of got easier for me and now like i still get a little bit worried about oh god what about if people aren't going to watch or what about if people are going to think oh god what is he even talking about like we don't care but at the end of the day i'm just like no come on you've you've got this you can do it people will want to listen to it so I just try and get myself into that mentality to try and just get it done.
0: Do you think it scared you more, the people who knew you seeing it or the people who you don't know seeing it, if that makes sense? Mm. That's, that's a
2: good
0: mm. question. Thought I, was this.
1: <laughs> I was quite happy for people to see it. Like I, I, I pushed it all out to my friends and was like, watch this please and just see if it's okay. And they, they came back with like, positive things. When you post something online, nobody knows actually the real you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um unless obviously they they know you. So
0: Mm. what about you, Louise? That's a good question. For me, it's people I know, but I used to hide stories from particular people that I knew because I didn't want them seeing it because I was really scared they would judge me quicker than someone who I don't know. And, again, maybe that falls back on the performing thing. I'm so used to performing to people that I have no idea. I probably won't see them again. Yeah. And for me, that's kind of like a reassurance. But for people I know or I've known, you know, from past work or school, that they are my scariest audience, mm. for sure. What about you, Sophia? Yeah, same with
2: me. I mean, like you just said, when you're performing, you're a character. So you're not really yeah. you. But then like on instagram when you're uploading stories of you talking i always used to be so nervous for people that i went to school with to be like what is this girl <laughs> doing like who is she is <laughs> um it's so funny i remember one time one of my friends she went out on a night out and she saw some girls from school And they literally was like, what's fear doing now? Like, why is she doing that? Oh my God, really? Like, who does she think she is? Yeah, and then a couple of years later, they followed me on Instagram. They was like, messaging me, you're doing so well. Oh my God, I hate that. It's just like, (laughs) yeah, it's just just funny because you've just got to stick to do whatever you want to do. But there is always that fear of starting it because you feel like, oh my God, this person, I don't want this person to see it. What if this person judges
0: me? It's interesting actually hearing that for you it's, people you don't know and, you know, for Sophia and I, it's people we do know.
1: Yeah.
2: I feel like us three need to actually have a chat on WhatsApp because
0: I think our conversations would be great.
1: They really would.
2: Yeah,
0: Yeah, when you're not on an early, we'll have to do it definitely. Yes, definitely. I feel like there's so much like I want to talk about with you, but it's like, oh, come on. Cool. So, summary. Luke, your niche is
2: so unique. Um, but I'm really interested to ask you this. I feel like this might be a bit of the tea. Okay. Do you ever do you ever feel like there's a bit of competition? And do you feel like you really have to try and stand out from the crowd?
1: I think everybody wants to stand out and reach more people on Instagram. But when it comes to competition, I don't think there is. Like I don't mean that like I'm oh I'm the best at what I do. I just think everyone does something that they're passionate about on Instagram. So, like fear it's makeup; Louise, it's fashion. I just think everybody's doing their own thing. So, I now I don't think there there is competition. I just see it as a creative platform. Obviously, you compare yourself, and you do think, "Oh, why are they doing better than me?" But sometimes. I think everybody gets those feelings.
2: Do you feel like maybe part of the reason why you feel like that there's not any competition is because your content is very different?
1: I don't want this whole thing to me me being going yeah I, no I don't think I'm I've got competition at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're
2: gonna get messages. <laughs> who,
1: who is that copy person? <laughs> I think because I do such a wide variety of content, like I do fashion, I do that's completely different and I don't know, Now I don't, I don't think, I just don't think I have competition, like, yeah. and that's not me being really, like, cocky, I just don't yeah. feel like I do.
0: Definitely, I, I was gonna say, like, I think the great thing is, though, because your content is so organic, and your ideas are original, it's not like you're comparing yourself anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, don't get me wrong, I do compare myself to some other male fashion bloggers, like, I think, oh, they're, they're doing really well with their fashion, like, why am why are my fashion shots not doing so well or like sometimes like my creative photos don't do very well so I, I beat myself up about that but I think that's just not a competition level I just think that's Instagram's algorithm.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Cool. <laughs> I,
1: something. I, know I was but then I completely lost train of thought. <laughs>
2: um what is one piece of advice you'd give to someone who is holding back with expressing themselves through their content
1: just let go just <laughs> let your imagination be the limit that's oh that God. is the the quote that I live by
0: I love that though it might yeah. be kind of, of um Willy Wonka
1: like I literally when that. I stopped just thinking about anything or just just let, I just let everything go. And it it was just such a weight off my shoulders. And now I just think, do you know what? This Instagram, it's my Instagram. If people don't like my content, they'll stop following me. Whereas I am creating for myself. I love creating and I will not stop creating what I love.
0: I love that. Do you know what, Luke, actually like speaking to you today, like this is the first time we've really, well, had a proper conversation. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like, and obviously, you know, correct me if I'm wrong but mm-hmm. it's almost like you got out of a toxic relationship and you kind of reinvented yourself to the person you want to be and it's just this like love and passion and creativity is just oozing out of you and yeah you know from someone who also wasn't in a great relationship and seeing how far you've come in that sense it's actually yeah. really lovely to see like that's the journey that I feel like I'm on
1: oh and that's so nice like as as a content creator as well all I want to do is lift other content creators up as well like so I've I've made it my mission to always comment on people's photos like their photos share as many people as I can because I just think us as a community we we need to do better in lifting people up yeah and like that's just the main thing that I've always wanted to do
0: I love that. I really yeah, I really really appreciate like how just honest you are about it and I just think it's it, a lot of people can relate to that and it's kind of like you let go of that one negative trait and yeah, you, it's just exciting different. to see. Yeah. It
1: just clicks. And you're
0: going to blossom too. Yeah. 100%. It's all about being a bit
2: adventurous and just doing something a little bit different.
1: Yeah, definitely. And if if people are like stuck in a rut and think, "Oh, what can I do that's different with my content?" Literally Pinterest is your best friend.
2: Oh, my God, Pinterest. Like,
1: go on there and you'll be inspired so quickly. Like, I've had some of my, like, best photo ideas from there and then I've, like, tweaked them and made them my own, as well as the dreams as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it, it's so good for content. If you're stuck on how to pose, there's loads of, like, little um, guides on how to pose. There's guides on how to set up your camera and how to get different lighting and things. It's just such an... A, a fountain of knowledge
2: oh, you guys Very listening good. better be taking your notes yeah. <laughs> all right so fear do you want to round it up sure okay. sure 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 <laughs> we've come to the end <laughs> we've come to the end <laughs> Right, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We had an absolute ball recording this for you. So I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Please don't forget to come and follow me, Sophia, on Instagram, at SophiaTorontoXO.
0: And me, Louise, at Louise marguerite,
1: And me, Luke, at Luke Haywood style.
0: Yay! oh my gosh thank you so much Luke for coming on and having a little chin wag with us it's been so much fun it's
1: been an absolute ball I was so nervous like before we did this but now I just feel like I could chat to you forever
2: we've had such a good conversation we really have I do need to also add don't forget to follow us on the chatty edit oh, at the chatty edit yes definitely <laughs> we always do that we always
0: like, we're like oh yeah we've got an Instagram we should probably say it yeah <laughs>
2: And don't forget to use the hashtag, hashtag the <laughs> <idea>. <laughs> Crikey. We get so carried away. We're like, oh, screw this. <laughs> yeah. Let's plug ourselves. <laughs> we've gone wild. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much, Luke, for coming on. We had such a
0: good time. Yeah,
1: I, I just hope I can, it, I've inspired people to do something a little bit different with their content.
0: hundred percent. And we've definitely like, you know, seen another side of you, which I just, I love, you know, that about. Podcasts and stuff is that you get to delve in a little bit deeper.
1: Yeah, I hope I don't come across really cocky.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't at all. No. You come across as such like a sweet guy. Oh, yeah.
1: thank you.
0: Really genuine. So thank you so much. Thank you. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Chatty Edit.
2: Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. Bye. Bye.